Coming to you live, this is your MTG Action Forward News Team. Hello, this is MTG Action 4 News, your news team for keeping things fresh in the multiverse. I'm Mr. Comet number 5, providing you new ways to lose your friends. Then we have Big Tuck, your breaking news source. Yes, and always remember, <laughs> okay, this is a long one. As the watcher to Okina, comma, temple to the grandfathers, Thomas Jefferson always said, whenever you make a critical misplay, act as if you're streaming with Sir Brian. Because boy, I, yeah, does that yeah. happen. <laughs> I'm sure Mr. Jefferson was all about streaming back in the day. Yes, streaming hemp. <laughs> and I'm sure everyone would be very confused if you hadn't said the word comma. Uh, they just could, couldn't have handled that sentence structure. <laughs> Squeamy Gee getting caught up on meta traffic with the Weatherlight Report. Oh, I'm bringing you the beat on the street. And then we have the head of CMD Tower himself. Well, with Secret Layers and Commander Legends out and it being Christmas, he is now broke. <laughs> like the rest of us. Sorry, Mom, you're not getting anything for Christmas this year. <laughs> Why is that, Big Tuck? Because uh, I effectively have a gambling problem. <laughs> it's called Magic the Gathering Packs. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to your number six source of Magic the Gathering news. We are excited that it is Emmy Cruel season once again, and Woo! you guys should go out and vote. It's yeah, going to happen yeah. this year. I got, I'm calling it. If we don't make, if we don't crack the top five, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna we're be cool, sad, squee in the Discord for a long time. We're gonna delete every episode we've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're gonna start off the top of the cast, and ladies and carnage that it sued with. Look, I don't have all the details, not because I was in the tank, because I was just genuinely unhappy, and I just disconnected. Wow. Played a game with Sir Nathan, Hamburger Demon Poop, and Terrifying Tyler. Te this I still like that, I this like that moniker, Sunday, Terrifying correct? Tyler. The, the, yep, this was this most recent Sunday. Tyler comes out and says, hey, I'm going to play a game. It's a 100% proxy deck. I want to play it before I spend the money on it. And initially, I wanted to be like, I wanted to be like, uh, hell no, you're not, you're not doing that. <laughs> Mainly because I don't want to play a proxy deck over webcam. Like you can't see shit yeah, right, that's right, going right. on. Like that's, that's just not okay. Uh, but Sir Nathan was nice and he spoke before I could be a dick and said, sure, go ahead, pl play the deck. That's all right. So uh, he's playing Bruna Light of Alabaster. Uh-huh. Which, if no one's familiar, it's an Azorius uh, commander, um, and it has this effect of when it enters the battlefield, you can attach all equipments and auras to it that are either on the battlefield or from the graveyard, I believe, also. Correct. Yes. And, and so it's like, okay, he's playing Azorius, so he's already like a peg down. I mean, it's not quite Boros, but it's pretty yeah. damn close. And, and just, to, um, just to help your point, uh, Mr. Combo, it is, in, it is indeed hand, graveyard, battlefield. There we go. Yes. And uh, and I'm like, okay. And then it's Bruna. And it's like six mana to cast it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like, I, this will be fine. He's just doing some weird Azorius Voltron deck. Mm -hmm. Well, let's just say it turned six. I took 36 command damage. What? He drew Holy 36 shit. cards. And everyone else was very soon dead afterwards. Oh and my Sir God. Nathan even made the valid point of, okay, okay, Tyler, do you remember what you said before you, we started playing that you just have this okay deck that you wanted to try out <laughs> and see if it's any good? Like, it's okay, I'm not doing my anything, ass. guys. I'm not yeah, doing I'm anything. Not I'm just, I'm feeling it out. I don't know if it works yet. 
Did he just have like all so, the counter spells or what? What was the what was the Oh problem? he he played a he played he played a force of will. Of course, you know. When so that was I gotta say when they were free, cool. you might as well. Yep. So that's how my Sunday started. <laughs> that's how it started. That was the first game. That was oh, game one. No. Oh no. Oh well, that'll get oh, you. Oh, don't the worry. He 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 played Marin next game. Of oh, course, great. that was World oh, Tree. Of course. We all have fond memories of that one. Yeah. So, McGee, any games you want to talk about? You that know what? Hopefully, Actually, were more engaging than mine. I, I I it was very engaging. I'm going to talk about a game that I didn't play in, but have had a severe effect on. And I think Big Tuck and I are going to tag team this. But I also wanted to point sure. out, I'm drinking a Big Tuck brew right now. Ooh. It's delicious. Thank you. Anyways, uh, you know what? Big Tuck, take it away. We're talking about streaming with Mr. Bevers, where I I tend to be very active, but uh, not actually playing. So I streamed with Bevs for my third time this week i know you're you're kind of on this like streaming train i'm enjoying it it's fun yeah um, you could you could say he is a twitch streamer there you are um so i was playing uh i was playing against a few people i tricked sir brian into joining us uh which is great we'll get into that <laughs> shortly and then we we're playing with pj um i'm not sure I, you can find him i don't know whatever pj something or another i think he does like uh mtgo streams PJ's my uh, hero. Yeah, he was cool. Uh, It was really fun. Um, You know, I think Bevers is really starting to get, like, it's starting to get really fun. And thank you for everyone in the collective who come out and watch this. I think he already asked me if I want to play again next week. So here we are. Um, But uh, as a a side note, this is the format where the the people watching the stream can interact with their points and affect the game. So again, um, I was playing my uh, Zer cycling like Lance Armstrong deck, which I'm also going to shortly rename uh, the Circus of Value, which is a Bevers quote, which I love. And I had written here <laughs> on my computer on this piece of paper that I want to use before I forget. Um, and everything was going pretty smoothly for me. Um, I will say this, you know, I think and I think I may mention this before on the podcast. I think the part that's the most fulfilling for me from having a podcast and having these dedicated listeners and, you know, these people who join in and like really enjoy the content is how much they like watching me suffer uh-huh. and how much they try to actively, <laughs> Absolutely actively, actively try to make me lose the game. <laughs> now, to be fair, um, the two people who did both, both Matt, which we'll get to here in a little bit and Spencer, they did a little bit of the slap of the hand and the hold of the wrist in insofar as like helping support me. Um, but squee really, uh, really got in there with the points. Out oh, I, I saved up for a little bit and I, Oh, timed it out just beautifully. So beautifully. Anyways, uh, PJ was unkillable. I swear to God, so, could not be killed. So I also made the rookie mistake, Mr. Combo. And let, how many times have you heard this broken record spin around around? I could have killed him, but I didn't because I thought it wasn't fair. Oh my Everybody gosh. at the table could have killed him. Three turns in a row, Mr. Combo. I could have killed him. Every single person. And, and spoiler alert, no one else could have. I was in the commanding lead of the game. And since I didn't do that, I ultimately lost hoisted by my own guitar. <laughs> How do you feel now? Not great. Um, and I'll, I'll finish my piece. And again, as we mentioned, Sir Brian came on and... I was like, okay, perfect. I've been streaming. I feel good. I feel confident. This is certainly not going to be the game that I'll have a crushingly misplay that will cost ultimately cost Brian the game. And I certainly had an I certainly had a crushing uh, misplay that cost Brian the game. Now, to be fair, if we were playing in person, I don't think it would have happened because I could have seen what was on people's boards. But here we are. 
Screen, take it away. Here we are. Oh, man. So we're <laughs> wrapping up the game here. People have been... After, I would say for like four or five turns, every single person at the table had the opportunity to kill PJ. Okay. Nobody swung yeah. in. Nobody actually did it. Everybody felt bad because he was playing a steel stuff deck. Yeah, and he was so just, they were just like, oh, we're going to let you kind of get your thing going. And he's just yeah. mulling around doing nothing, you know, and fools yeah, come down indeed. to a couple turns after that. PJ's built up a pretty gross board state. He's stolen a lot of things. He's got a, a rigmarole going and uh, he's at what? He was he was hovering between like two and ten PJ, life for PJ, like six turns in PJ a row. At his worst, when I couldn't, when I was going to kill him but didn't, was at four. And throughout yeah. the entirety of the game, when he which which he won, his life total never got above eight. Right, he was just wow. And people it was were a miracle. The whole thing was a miracle. Left, right, and center. <laughs> so it comes down to a, a turn where everybody's like, "Well." Sh- we have to kill PJ. Can you kill him? No. Can you kill him? No. Come around to Big Tuck. He's like, I think I can swing through. I think I can pull this off. We're going to do the thing. So okay. Big Tuck swings at him. Swings with enough damage to kill PJ. And PJ's like, well, I mean, I, like, I don't have it. I don't have a response. I, I don't have a way to dig. I got nothing. So oh my I, spend, God. I spend all the points that I saved up and I let PJ loot. And the top card that he drew saved his life <laughs> and won him the game. Oh, my beautiful. God. That's too amazing. Oh, it was so, so beautiful. Now, and even like even the even the people in the chat, uh, they were trying to kill PJ because yes. there was like you can you can do a chaos roll and it deals one damage to somebody in like three turns in a row. It's like if we can get one extra damage, yes, we, we can kill one. Um, and every dice roll went to Big Tuck or went to Bevers yeah. or went oh my to. God. I will say, I will say this: oh, it, it was still, amazing. It still was very fun because we did get to everyone's deck got to do what it kind of wanted to. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a fun interactive game. It went on for th- almost three hours, so that kind of sucked. Oh, and I just storm, I, I was sober. I wasn't drinking during it because I'm an idiot. And I had to storm off and go to the bathroom midstream, <laughs> which you guys are more <laughs> you guys are familiar with. But it, no, I'm gonna, it's, go, it's, I'm gonna go full where for Will Ferrell yeah. and say I won that game. Yeah. So, anyways, um, it's been it, it, was, it was really fun, and I, and I very much enjoyed getting my fix in on that. It was a treat. I've thoroughly enjoyed, uh, Mr. Beffers, if you are listening, I've thoroughly enjoyed the, the interactive crowd games. They, uh, you got one, you got to wait around and earn your points. So you want to spend them right. And you got to spend them at the right time. I think Mr. Combo, you had trouble with that in the one game that you were there for. Um, so you got to be paying attention, but if you do hit the card at the right time, you might just win the game for somebody, which was actually pretty fun. Anyways, that's why it's my 40 life in the dash. Y'all know I didn't play any games online this week. No, I, uh, that sounds super entertaining. I, I wish I could have watched that. And yes, I do have trouble spending points with Bevers because I do it on my phone. Mobile, yeah. It's usually my fiance's like watching something on TV and then I'll like watch it on my phone so we can still hang out. And so that's probably the biggest issue. Um, but, uh, no, that's, uh. That's hilarious. That, I was, that oh, just man. makes me so happy. I, it was like everything I had ever dreamed of. I was like, all right, he's dying. What if? He's dying. What if, what if he top decks what he needs? Let's let him draw a card. And even then and on that same turn, it. I had the answer. And then Brian. Oh, yeah, well, that was your misplay. Also. Yeah, it was a whole thing. So, Brian, you are not. Bl- I am not blameless in this calamity and neither are you. <laughs> oh man well that's gonna wrap up 40 life at a dash now to cover what's going on in your local multiverse what's the plane chase 
so we got another uh you know that's new month trying it out again uh we picked a patron at random and uh <laughs> we are now doing the second installment of deck therapy yes today is hamza plus one plus one uh counters so big tuck i know that you uh were the one that yeah. did the drawing to see uh which patron got this so if you could you know uh who's the patron what's what's their name their patron name um and why don't you give the uh story of what they're trying to accomplish with this deck yeah i'd love to so this goes out to um his name is uh robert paulson Fight Club. Um, <laughs> no his, his name his name on the discord for those looking out for him is jester vest uh he's on twitter as matt flutery i believe um, i'm going with matt flutur flutur oh i yeah. would say flutur flutur all right well, well we, we all have wrong. differing opinions matt let us know what you yeah, think let us know um matt matt's been a big supporter <laughs> since day one um you know i don't know how he found out about us but he's he's been very positive no and it was the series of tubes no it's correct it was he was he was a member of the series of tubes so anyways he's been working on a new deck that's hot off the presses from um commander legends so he wanted us to workshop his hamza guardian of arashin deck so uh this deck this is a elephant warrior uncommon commander which i think is always kind of cool and now there's love it nineteen thousand options so here we go <laughs> yeah um four colorless green and white uh for legendary creature elephant warrior it's a five five this spell costs one less to cast for each creature you control with a one one counter on it Creature spells you can you cast cost one less to cast for each creature you control the one one counter on it. So it's like plus one plus one counter Animar. Yeah, yes, very, bit, yeah. very similar. Yes, um, and also it's our second Selesnya in a row. So if you have Selesnya decks that you want that you need workshop with, and let me tell you, you do because you own a Selesnya deck. Send it on over. Um, so quoting him from the Twitterverse, uh, tweet tweet. What I want the deck to do is just swing in with big creatures and have cards that give an advantage with creatures with counters. And I want to make as many elephant cards as possible that are actually decent as a flavor theme with Hamza. And also there's an Ajani Planeswalker sub themes, one of my favorite Planeswalkers. And before we go any further, I did confirm that he is open to non-Ajani Planeswalkers, which might just bury the lead for a couple ideas that I have here. Oh my, so, oh my. He's so got the fast track on this. We're going to be seeing a lot of, I think we're going to be seeing a lot of these Hamza decks coming up. Um, and it sounds like he just wants to get ahead of the, ahead of the curve on some of his options. Fair enough. Yeah, no, yeah, that sounds good. And, you know, kind of to remind everyone how we here on MTG Action 4 News do our deck therapy. So we got three tiers. Tier one, um, Mr. Flucher, got to get it in ASAP. Uh, get, get it in as soon as you can. Uh, this card needs to be in the deck. Tier two, you know, play the deck as is. Maybe wait six months, 12 months. Just, mm -hmm. you know, yep. it, it should go in. It's just probably not yeah, ASAP. Get a feel for it. See and, how you like and, it. And, and then tier three is like, hey, it's fun. It fits your theme, but there's really no rush in getting these in here. It's not right. going to make or break your deck. So I'm going to start this off. Um, I, I have some no brainers, uh, right, which, you so know, we're, it's we're obviously starting with tier one. OK. Yeah, I mean, it, this is a no-brainer. It sucks that the cards, and once again, guys, we do not do this based on dollar amounts. That's the Alternate Universe podcast. Right. But unfortunately, this card does go for $30, so that's probably why it's not in here. Woof. But if you're doing a plus one counter theme, you have to have a great hinge. Like, ah, it's just yeah, a no-brainer. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. 
Um, seven colorless, green, green, legendary artifact. It costs X less, where X is the greatest power among creatures you control. So just your commander alone makes this thing cost four. Mm -hmm. Tap it, add two green, uh, gain two life, and then whatever a non-token creature enters the battlefield under your control, put a plus one, plus one counter on it and draw a card. I mean, it, it, yeah, it, that's, it's, that's, yeah. that's, that's what you need. 10% of all need. decks that run green, yeah. we get it. It's a great card. Right. But I actually don't, I mean, and... I have the income to where I could go buy copies if I wanted to. I don't actually have a deck I want to put this in, but I think if you're doing a plus one counter theme deck, yeah. it it's a no brainer. You got to. You have to. Especially with the draw card effect at the end of it, too. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you 100%. Uh, I'm going to disagree with you there, Mr. Combo, because I hate this card, and I hate it a lot. <laughs> and I think every copy of it should be burned, and uh, that's all I have to say about that. Uh, do you have any backstory on why you hate this card? Uh, the fact that it's thirty dollars that doesn't That's help. It. Um, also, I lost to Mr. Beaters yeah, yeah, a few weeks comes. ago here because of this there card. This card alone. So, there yeah. it is. A singular experience ruined the whole thing. I for just you. hate it. It shouldn't be thirty dollars. It's making green even better, but it does now, <laughs> Mr. Combo. To your point, it has a hundred percent absolute slam dunk home in this deck. No questions asked. Yep. Passed. Yep. All right, Squeamy McGee, what's your first tier one card? All right, so first tier one card I want to talk about, also probably not a shocker here, but Shalai, Voice of the Plenty. So three Ooh. colorless and a white, legendary creature angel. It's a rare flying. You, planeswalkers you control and other creatures you control have hexproof. And then the real kicker here, so for four colorless and two green, put a plus one, plus one counter on each creature you control. And then it's a three, four flyer to boot. Uh, yep. you, you have to have it. This protects you, this protects your creatures, this protects any spot removal. Uh, it's it's wonderful, and then, as we know, green's not shy on being able to produce a lot of mana, yeah. so there's a good chance you may be able to do uh, one or two rounds of putting plus one, plus one counters on every single creature you control, which, in this deck, from looking through the deck list, there's a lot of interaction back and forth on if you have counters on something or if you don't or how many, mm -hmm. depending on how many there are, you get a lot of ancillary effects. So I think this is perfect. It's not even that expensive to put out on the board, which is, I think this right. would be a mythic if you were to ask me at four mana to drop on the board for a three, four flyer with good. this many things. Even if this was a four drop enchantment, I think it would be more expensive than the creature would be. <laughs> I like it. I, I think it's perfect. Yeah. I think you need it. It's not all that exciting, but it's so utilitarian for this deck, and it fits multiple different themes that green struggles with, where people are going to try and board wipe you, which you can't necessarily avoid, but they're also going right. to try and spot removal your commander. They're going to try and get rid of your big creatures, your big beaters, that type of stuff. Agreed. Yeah, I agree with that. The The only reason, so I saw that card, the only reason I didn't add it on there is, I, and granted, I've never played this deck, but I don't know how much plus one counters he's needing to get onto creatures that they're just not doing it naturally. Mm -hmm. But I think even if you take out that uh, second ability, just giving you and all of your creatures and planeswalkers hexproof. Yep. It's so effing good. Yeah, yeah, That's exactly yeah, what I was thinking. Like, if this was an enchantment as a four drop, it would be a mythic and it'd be 30 bucks. Yeah, I mean, it's even better when you, you have one and then you make a token copy of it and then just everything <laughs> then has again. hexproof. Then you do it again. <laughs> Big Tuck, <laughs> what's your card you want to talk about? So I double-checked with him on Twitter before I did this, before anyone else yelled at me. And I think that he, there's another slam dunk planeswalker that goes in here that is not a, a Johnny. So hot off the presses from M21. I think ba Basri... 
Basri yep. Ket should be in this immediately. Ooh, I like Basri Ket. Yeah, I yeah. run this in my uh, Akiri deck. Col- colorless white white for a legendary uh, planeswalker. Basri with uh, comes in with three loyalty. Um, plus one, put a 1-1 one, one counter on up to one target creature. It gets indestructible until end of turn. Nice. Minus two. Real good. Yeah, it's it's insane. Uh, minus two, whenever one or more non-token creatures attack this turn, create that many 1-1 one, one white soldier creature tokens that are tapped and attacking. And then minus six, at the end, at the beginning of combat on your turn, create a 1-1 one, one white soldier creature token, and then put a 1-1 one, one counter on each creature you control. So the, most, the way I really see this played is this is just a effectively... Uh, one one counter and temporary dark steel plate sort of idea on it, right? Mm-hmm. It yep. filters towards it. Um, again, it's kind of a slow tick. I don't think people are really going to be able to attack this, especially with the vigilance and playing the colors that he is. Um, and if you need the extra blockers, if you need a little bit more damage, you need some more creatures on the board. His minus two can kind of get there. This deck to me is um, what'd you call it, Mister Combo? Where it's not. It's go medium or what? Fluffy. Fluffy. fluffy, fluffy, fluffy. Yes, exactly. It's not. It's not go wide. It's not go tall. It's kind of a fluffy deck, right? You're gonna have a handful of creatures that all have counters of some variety on them and getting in for damage. Um, and this can also protect your commander for the turn if you want to cast a board wipe or something along those lines. Just felt to me like for the cost, um, for the cost both in dollar amounts, which I know don't matter, and also in the mana cost, seems to do seems to get a lot of bang for your buck there. Now riddle me this, Batman. This card's holding at like dollar seventy-five, two bucks. On EDH rec, it's in zero percent of decks. <laughs> What's going on here? What's happening? This seems like a price fix. What's happening? Nobody's know. playing this, but people people are holding the value on it. Well, I mean, I'm playing it, but eight hundred and fifty-three <laughs> decks out of two hundred and two thousand. Well, now here's wow. a, well, I mean, now to be fair, Squee. A much superior card to this, Tybalt the Fiend Blooded, the best planeswalker that's ever been printed, is also a dollar and twenty-seven cents. Um, so, I, I, how many decks is that in? Oh, I would have wagered to guess at least fifty percent of the ones that can run it. Jesus. I mean, that's okay. We're moving on. We're moving on from this nonsense. Um, so, I, I got one more tier one card that you have to get in the deck, but you can pick it up for a nickel. It's a common from M twenty one, Pride a Malkin. Nickel. Okay. Okay. Got to get it. Two colorless green. Oh man, this is this is actually one one. of my tier twos. Oh, there you go. I love it. And see, for me, I think it's a tier one because of this. Each creature you control with a plus one plus one counter on it has trample. Uh He has the other ones Mm -hmm. where they get flying. Where they yeah, yeah, this is really great in here. You gotta have it. Yeah. Plus, it also does have an ETB to put a plus one plus one counter on target creature you control. So not to mention it uh, has this, a gorgeous kitty cat just roaming around in the artwork, know, hanging out, having a good time. A, it's just a little baby bubble cat. Uh, yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> now this is this is a great pick. This was one of my tier twos, fringing on tier one. The trample we've talked about it in the past. Giving all of your creatures trample, which essentially in this deck, I would assume that you will be giving almost all of your creatures trample because they have counters on them. That's yep. not easy to come by, yep. especially in a static thing where it's it's ongoing. You know, a lot of times you do it till end of turn or you do it till end of combat or that type of effect. But yeah, for five cents or four cents or whatever the hell this cost, I'm sure you have one sitting in your house right now. Go <laughs> grab it. Put it in there. Hails to the yeah. yes. All right. Uh, does anyone else have any tier one cards left to talk about? I've got I've got one more. Um it's it's not exciting, but it has to go in there. It's twenty dollars. Uh, it's branching evolution. 
Two colorless and green. It's an enchantment. It's a rare. If one or more plus one plus one counters will be put on a creature you control, twice that many plus one plus one counters are put on that creature instead. It's essentially oh doubling season and or parallel lives for plus one plus one counters at a three drop. I think have jump to start. have it. Have to have it. <laughs> this card's great. I don't even need to explain it anymore. That, I'm just going to end it there. There, there you go. Put no, it that's in. actually super cool. I'm put, surprised put we have it. Is this is this a brand new card to jumpstart? It, I, I would assume it has to be because I do not remember hearing about this ever in the past. Because you know, like you have your primal vigors and that type of stuff, but nobody talks about this one. But it's still running at twenty bucks. Yeah, well, I'm just wondering because if it's a jumpstart exclusive, that would be why uh, oh, because they're it, still it, yeah. so hard to come by. Um, but I was because I was about to say I'm surprised I didn't see this in a uh, frenemy Dan's Pure and Toothy deck. <laughs> you, you, you might hear in a week or two. Goodness, goodness, <laughs> coming You're in. Welcome, right. Dan. Let's move on to tier two and uh, Squeamy Gee. Start us off. What's your? F so you had one tier two, and that was Pride Malkin. What's your yep. next tier two? Card? All right. So, so my whole shtick was I was going to do both of my tier two cards. They came in together, combined under ten cents. You stole the Pride Malkin from me. So uh, I'm going with Iridescent Horn Beetle. Four colorless and a green creature insect. <laughs> the beetle. At the beginning of your end step, create a one-one green insect creature for each plus one plus one counter you've put on a creature under your control oh, wow. this turn. Real good. That's some, real good. That's got some. That's got some wiggle room for sure. Yeah, I know. I know. I put it in tier two because you know it's it doesn't fit a hundred percent the theme of you know mm. like getting big creatures and elephants, but. Having a bunch of one ones out there as chump blockers or swing arounds or anything like that, and then you're in green, I'm sure you're going to run an overwhelming stampede or something like that as well. Yeah. This is really, really good, and it's at the beginning of your end step every flip in turn. <laughs> so if you put in or say you combine it with you know the the shalai we just talked about, you put a one one counter on each creature you control every turn. Your iridescent horn beetle is then going to create a token for yeah. every creature you control each turn. That's yeah, I like it. I like it a lot. Like, uh, me too, man. Yeah, especially for the budget. That, that, that's yeah. The, the I think only it's thing, six cents. Well, and I think it's perfect as a tier two because five mana is a lot right. to mm -hmm. just make some one ones. Yep. And so I think that is the perfect tier two card to where he can see how the deck performs for six months or so and be like, okay, am I consistently on my turn always getting counters out there on right. a bunch of stuff? Right. Because uh, if so, then it's like, oh, slam dunk. Let's put it in there. But he may see like, oh, man, I'm only getting the counter counters on stuff every third turn because right. mm -hmm. I just don't don't have a lot of ways to do it. And if that's the case, then it's like, OK, well, you need to obviously figure out how to get more counters on before you put in a card like this, because this right. is a very. um Trying to think of a, a better word, but it's I a think very it's greasy. Card. Well, not greasy. Sorry, I think it's slimy. It's a little slimy. This is a slimy. Yeah. Card. Yeah. Uh, it, now, was, where this can if it where was, this can really go off because it says for each one one counter you've put on a creature under your correct. control. So, say you have a branching evolution or a primal vigor out. Oh no, I get it. Then, I get yeah, it. then you're putting 10, right. 20, 30 creatures on the board. If you and if, then that's when only you do that, the next putting, turn you're putting sixty, hundred twenty, hundred eighty. Well, that, that's only if you are... Oh, my God. It, it doesn't necessarily work like that just because 
you once again his deck needs a way to put out five ten fifteen counters right right on right, stuff right. to be yeah. able to make that much and no this is I, in I the mean, fringe obviously... case of shalai is putting one on each creature you control you put oh, more tokens okay. we're out, talking magical put, christmas land yeah then you put more on top of each creature and then every turn it doubles like I, reese does and then it keeps i swear going, to god yeah. damn it i swear i swear <laughs> to heliod if your fringe pick is reese i'm quitting and you, and, <laughs> and you guys can find duff to fill in for me for like a it's month. uh it's not Reese, but let's go ahead and slot it in because let's see what happens. God. All right, Big Tuck, uh, before you blow an aneurysm, what's your uh, tier two? So this actually was, for some reason, it's been all over my Scryfall intro, and I've seen it played recently to great effect. Um, I think that the enchantment together forever would be a real banger in this deck. It's a little clunky and not as good as, as uh, Basri, but together forever is white, white. Uh, it's an enchantment when it enters battlefield support too. So put a one, one counter on each of up to two target creatures. Again, my concern whenever I see one, one counters decks is that you might run out of ways to get counters on it. This can at least get the ball going. Sure. Uh, but moreover, uh, one, just one colorless, choose target creature with a counter on it. When it dies this turn, return it to its owner's hand. So that's nice. I like that a lot. So yeah, for, I do so, like that. So for me, I, I feel like for two mana, you're kind of getting it's a, no one's gonna remove this enchantment. And I saw when I saw this played recently, it just sat there the entire game and we were like, there's gotta be something yeah. worse than this, right? This is a nothing to everybody. <laughs> there's gotta be something worse. Um, but the the fact that it gets a one-one counter train going on creatures that may not have a they may have a good there's a lot of creatures where it's like double the amount of 1-1 counters put on it, right? Mm -hmm. But it doesn't come in with any of its own, so that's kind of a way to go. And then kind of has built-in board white protection for one mana. Again, it goes back to your hand, but if it's on someone else's turn when they cast their Day of Judgment or Damnation, and you're just kind of holding up four or five, or two or three, you can choose which ones you want to bring back to your hand and then kind of get the ball going there again. So for yeah. me, very low to the ground, kind of bread and butter and this sort of thing and a card that's probably fairly underplayed in these sort of decks yeah this is a great tier two uh not to mention would make a great rom-com title for a movie yeah together sure. forever let's go ahead and cast you know mila kunis and i don't know whoever else whatever sexy guys running around these days uh jason clark there you go sure sure done it and 10 cents yeah, uh, it's in like also in one percent of decks. Wow. Evidently, they're push evidently they're pushing this pretty hard because it was printed in Battle Bond Commander twenty twenty and Zendikar Rising Commander set. Well, luckily Jeez. it's working for them. It's in thirteen hundred ninety five decks out of two hundred and two thousand. Yeah. Easy enough. All right, so my first tier two car is actually Enduring Scale Lord. No, oh, gosh, uh, I yeah. think this is a uh, so good. Uh, four colorless Silencia creature dragon. It's a four four flyer. Whenever one or more plus one plus one counters are placed on another creature you control, you may put a plus one plus one counter on Enduring Scale Lord. So it's not going to match it one for one, but you have a flyer. It's a Dargon, and <laughs> in theory. <laughs> you should be putting counters on many creatures each one of your turns right um and the nice thing about this is it even happens this can trigger on your opponent's turns as well um and it's immediate so it doesn't have to be a um end of turn type of effect mm -hmm. so once again i, I think flyers are making a comeback for sure um for sure. EDH. possibly yes. a spoiler I, alert for the weatherlight report <laughs> and if if you've built the deck right and you're constantly getting counters on stuff, either all of your turns or even on everyone's turns, 
then this thing can get real beefy real quick. Yep. And I think one of the things that can be worrisome about this deck is that your deck is very focused around your commander. It really right. needs your commander yeah. to mm -hmm. kind of uh, you know function because it is, you know, pretty I mean, it's a three one eight, but all the good stuff you want to play is all more expensive CMC yeah, right. wise. So that mm -hmm. cost reduction is very important. Oh yeah, um, absolutely. And just be able to kind of get that train going. So I, I think if we put in that guy down the road, it's kind of like squeeze recommendation. Both those cards need to be in the deck if you're constantly getting counters out there. Right. Mm -hmm. But you gotta you gotta flesh out the the initial like the base of the deck. But yeah, th yep. to me, this card, and probably why it's running at 12 cents and it also in 1% <laughs> of decks, um, six is overcosted for what it does. But when you're running this deck, mm -hmm. you're generally yeah, not paying matter. six for this. You could potentially pay two for it. And then it's a banger. Like this, this will yeah. wreck people because yeah. you can put counters on this all day long. I assume that you have other ways of adding counters onto this as well. So it could be as soon as it enters the battlefield, six, six, eight, eight, ten, ten. People, people don't f yeah. with 1010 flyers. I just, I'll put that out there. Yeah, no, no chance. All right. Well, I know squeeze out of tier two. Big Tuck, do you have any left? No, I do not. I only did one. All right. Um, I have one left, and it's a slam dunk, and it's a pet card of mine for three dollars and thirty cents. Alter the brood. You should uh, <laughs> mana gorge your hydra. Oh, oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, okay, the okay, okay, only the okay. gorgeous. <laughs> Two colorless I'll, I'll green. It's a creature Hydra. One one. Okay. It's a trample. And just whenever a player casts a spell, put a plus one plus one counter on mana for Hydra. I can't tell you how many times I see this guy get to a 10, 10, it's, 12, 12, yeah. 15, 15. Oh, like the it, second this turn it's cast. Wayfaring Temple is the same time. thing. Like, yeah. Yep. No, is that Wayfaring Temple that does this also? Like every time somebody no, plays Wayfaring a spell? Temple, like, Wayfaring Temple is a garbage card. You have to card, deal combat play. damage and populate. Yeah, it's trash. Oh, wait, um, what one am I thinking of? I, I feel like there's a Celestia one that does there, this also. Uh, mm. I mean, you're probably... Tolarian Mauler is the one that's closest to it, and that card's garbage. Well, that's red. Yeah. No, it's that one's good. Torn Mauler? It's, I love Torn Mauler. But it doesn't have any invasion like Mana Gorge or Hydra does. It has it built in. And Trample's beautiful, yeah. And to your point, Mr. Combo, this one's a player. Uh, Mauler's yep. only opponents. Yes. So, yeah, I know. And I think the cool thing about this, once again, you kind of have to see how the deck plays out. That's why it's not a tier one for me. But in theory, you get this down turn two, turn cycle goes, you're casting your commander turn three. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's just bananas. And yeah. then potentially at that point, like I, I and I didn't do this with my recommendations, uh, Mr. Flucher, but you very well could turn this deck into an Eldrazi deck. Kind of like how Animar has like an Eldrazi sub theme that a lot of people do because it's cost colorless less for each plus one counter right, on Hamza. Right, right, right. Um, or for each creature you control with a plus one counter. So you very well can get your commander down turn three. Now you got, you know, you start casting stuff for cheaper. By turn like five, you could be casting 10 CMC spells easy. Yeah. Okay. I yeah. found what I was looking for. It's Forgotten Ancient, not Wayfaring Temple. Oh, oh yeah. Forgotten Ancient. Forgotten yeah. Ancient also is a slate. Uh, I think it's already in here. It is, yeah. I think okay, it is. So yeah. He, 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 he sussed that out. Yeah, this, this card's right. a banger. Gotta have it. 
Let's let's go to tier three yep. and wrap up this deck therapy. Big Tuck, why don't you start us off? What is your, you don't need to get it in, but you should maybe eventually consider it. Uh, mm -hmm. This actually mm -hmm. should be a tier one pick. Soul Ring, not in the deck, <laughs> figure it out. I have 50 <laughs> copies, put it in there, Matt, you're better than that. Ocelith, Life Crafters, Bestiary, Arcade Signet. All right, cool. Uh, put a Soul Ring in there. If you need oh. one, hit me up on, oh, DM man. me. I'll send one to you with a picture of me. Wow. So I am what a card, wait, what do you Hey. Oh yeah. <laughs> so so I I went from uh greasy, slimy, and now we've arrived at sweaty. So there's not a lot of elephant tribal in here, and that's because by and large they're mostly garbage. <laughs> Pretty hard to come by, yeah. <laughs> yeah. However, I did find one that depending on the build of the deck and how it sinks in and how fast it is might actually be decent. So I wanna I think you should consider uh, venerated Loxodon. So it's a rare from Guilds of Ravnica for 31 cents or whatever. Four colorless and a white. Convoke. Your creatures can help cast a spell. Each creature you tap while casting the spell pays for one colorless or one mana of that creature's color. When it enters a battlefield, put a 1 1 counter on each creature that convoked it. Oh, this is a banger. You think that's so? Not bad. I think it's so. Yeah, I, that's not yeah. bad. I think, I it's think a, it is a little sweaty. I'll give you it's that. It's a little but... sweaty because you have to work for it and it doesn't really do anything yeah. when it comes out. But yeah. I think that there's like a, I think there's a sub theme of this deck where it's, there's a lot of things that could pr potentially produce tokens or could have creatures where you're kind of like, you're a turn away, you're a turn or two away from being able to have that big, you know, mass of damage to come through mm -hmm. and you just need something to do with your creatures, right? And now you have a yeah. way where you can pump them up um, and also put down, plop down this beater. I wish, I just really wish that this thing had I just wish it was, this, this spell is kind of like a sorcery in my opinion, right? Well, so think of it this way though. You convoke five creatures, put it out, they all get plus one counters. If you have Hamza, that now means that all your creature spells cost five CMC oh, less. Good point, yeah. I don't know if you can you is it allowed to convoke five? Because it's only it's one colorless. So no, you can't but it's, convoke it's that white. or one mana. So convoke is a colorless or a mana on that creature's color identity. Oh, okay. Yep. okay. So you can pay this for so free. You could, you could yeah, you could play this card for free. You put the five counters on those things. Now your commander is reducing all your creature spells by five colorless less. Actually, and then you could just start plopping stuff out for actually, one. Actually, no. And Mr. Combo, to your point, because you said that this is a top-down kind of build where you need your commander. If you play this and then you do the thing, the commander now will cost two. Yep. Right. Well, yep. if you don't have, if you don't, yeah, right, 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 or, correct, or correct. if you have an, whatever amount of creatures you have, right. So for me, it's yes. like, yeah, th th this may be a tier two for me. The, the thing, the only thing this I don't, good. the only thing I don't like about it is like it's kind of like a one shot, right? This thing, this creature yeah. doesn't have evasion. It just kind of sits there and does nothing after it's cast. So for me, that's sure. why it's kind of like a try it out, see what happens. You know. It, but even think of it this way, you just talked about your enchantment where you could pay the one to put the thing back. Yeah. The Loxodon dies, you get a counter on it, you pay one, it goes back to hand, Ooh. you're able to recycle it. I like it. Yeah, you support, yeah. You do, this for, you do this for free, then you pay to uh, pay, you, you do this for free with tapping your creatures, pay the uh, together forever, put one counter on it, and now you're back to the races. There you I mean, go. Maybe it's better than I thought. I don't know. I, just, I think it. I think it is. I think it is. I like it. I All like right. it a lot.
So my tier three, I'm gonna kind of lump, I'm gonna do the funny one, just because your commander is a um, elephant. I think it's, it's <laughs> I think at some point, if you want to sink some money into this deck, Elephant Graveyard, it'd be kind of hilarious <laughs> to put in there. Is this card like, it's uh, like $100, right? Uh, $150. <laughs> uh, tap to add one colorless mana or regenerate an elephant or mammoth. That's like worth the whole deck. A cool, I a love cool, it. A cool $150 for a worthless land. Now, to your point, Mr. Oh, Combo, it wow. is a part of magic history so it's all the reserved list <laughs> so so that that's my funny one and and i am being serious if if this was something you wanted to like make a pet deck and something you wanted to keep for years <laughs> at some point it would be kind of cool to acquire one no, I but agree. I, my I, oh, I, and mr combo to your point on that I'm not sure if there's another deck that I've seen in all my years of magic and deck teching that actually this card would work in. So, good, <laughs> so, so, fair, so fair point on that. If this is going to be your Slesnia deck, well it's done. worth the well money. Done. Yeah. Well, okay, let me yeah, tell well you. It's worth but, the money. Yeah, in quotations. But heavy, my heavy true one's only... My true one's only 40 cents. You got to get Kazandu Tuskcaller in here for your sub-elephant theme. Colorless green, oh. and it's a creature human shaman 1-1, one, one, and it has the level up mechanic, which I've always found very cool. It is really so good. So it's level up, level up cost is one colorless green, and you can only level up as a sorcery. So levels two through five, tap it, put a 3-3 three, three green elephant creature token onto the battlefield. Mm -hmm. Once you get to six and above, you tap it and you make two elephant creature tokens onto the battlefield. Yep. I put this out there as my tier three because it's like it fits your elephant sub theme that you're kind of looking for, but it, it does actually do something to where you're able to sink mana into it, which Silencia is very good at doing. And now you're making two tokens a rotation. Yeah. That's more stuff for you to put counters on, more stuff to swing with. God, uh, I God forbid card. you had a a, a a parallel lives or something on the board maybe it's four maybe it's eight yeah, yeah. who knows no that's uh, awesome. hot take also level up kind of like a like a creature based planeswalker effect almost oh yeah for sure mm -hmm. uh, not, not like to it. the extent of like death right shaman but it's it's there shaman 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 all right squee take us home what's your last or what are your tier three picks all right i got two i'll start with the boring one and then we'll go into one that's super fringe uh so first reese. one uh yeah absolutely <laughs> reese the redeemed gotta have it selesnia staple calling it now jesus uh <laughs> no i'm talking gyre sage for for the first one. Oh, uh, yeah. so colorless and green elf druid it's a rare has evolved so whenever a creature enters the battlefield with more power it gets plus one plus one counter on it and then it also has tap add a green mana to your mana pool for each plus one plus one counter on guy or sage it's a one two um yep. to me like i know we don't talk about cuts but i'm, I'm gonna do it just cut land elves and put this in there and pretty simple incorrect but that's okay dude this is this is yeah in this deck i think it's better than land elves but um yeah to feel this deck out if you if you find yourself down the road needing more mana mm -hmm. i think this is a great way to fix that this is also a great way to you know just put counters in places every time you play your big beefy creatures this is going to yeah. get another counter every time that you have an x spell maybe you're talking about uh oh i can't remember stone coil serpent or something like that oh, i sure. know it's not in the oh. deck but that was another pick that i was thinking about any of those x spells if you can create 10 8 or 10 mana with gyre sage plus all the mana you have you could pop a 20 20 25 20 on the board without even thinking about it um 
So I think this one's really solid. If you, if again, if you end up finding yourself needing more mana, which in green generally is not the case, but who knows? Uh, I think this fits pretty well. And then the the last one I want to talk about is pretty damn fringe. It's an artifact. It's animation module. Oh. So one color. <laughs> it's a rare. Yeah. Uh, whenever one or more plus one plus one counters are placed on a permanent you control, you may pay one colorless. If you do, create a one one colorless servo artifact creature token, and then three tap. Choose a counter on target permanent or player. Give that permanent or player another counter of that kind. Um, you can use this one uh, on the three tap ability. Does not specify you, so you can use this as a politicking card. Maybe somebody else needs a counter or something like that. You can use that. Uh, but two, this is just another way to get a bunch of little chumpers out there for one mana. It's not really going to break the bank. I would assume that you have a bunch of mana extra when you're casting a creature. Maybe you have one, two, three, or four yep. left. You can use this as a mana sink, create a servo, have a blocker, have something else to populate more counters onto. Who knows? Not a banger by any means, but but could be a utilitarian card that could work. That's that's my tier three. I think it's uh, I, I couldn't have picked a more tier three card than the animation <laughs> module. No, yeah, that that sounds. I mean, I mean, it's exactly what a tier three is supposed to be because you know our channel isn't the spike feeders yeah. or playing with power. So yes, we do like to run good decks, but that doesn't mean it has to be the most perfectly tuned thing out there. And that's what tier three is. It's like, hey, if you want to kind of have some fun, you know, kind of almost a spice package, if you will, uh, from mm -hmm. the alternate universe, that's exactly what tier three is. Yep. Well, uh, Mr. Flucher, A, Thank you for being a patron. I'm Thank still you singing with Flutur, by the way. Flutur. Flutur. <laughs> and, and Tuck, what did you call it? Uh, hold on. He doesn't even Flouter. remember. Flutery? Fluter? Did you say Fluter? Flutery. Flutery? I think I said Fluter. I didn't say Fluter. It's a fluter. It's a fluter. Uh, <laughs> thanks for being a patron. Thanks for supporting us from the beginning. We really do appreciate it. Um, and of course, guys, uh, be on the lookout come January for our next deck therapy as we will pick another from the collective. And as a reminder, you just have to contribute at least a dollar to the Discord or to our patron community um, on a monthly basis, and you'll too be entered for deck therapy. Now that's going to wrap up What's the Plane Chase. Now in that last segment, Squee dives into those creative juices with the weather label. back to the Weatherlight Report, coming to you live from Weatherlight Chopper 4. Again, still reinforced, doing fine here. Uh, I know last deck therapy, the Cryptolithe right had it out for me. Uh, you know, I didn't talk about it this week. It was Selesnya. I really thought about it. I really thought about it, but I, I didn't Oh, don't worry. The, uh, the, the Cryptolith Rightfa was ready Ooh. in case uh, some uh, weird opinions came out in this deck therapy, but wait, they feel wait, like you're, their you're views telling me Antiqua's lurking in the background right now? Oh, they're always here. Oh, they're God. Always I'm, glad here. Oh, God. I'm, glad, I'm glad to hear that the helicopter got reinforced for small arms fire, though, so hopefully they can't I, I, find any of those stinger you know what? guided missiles. I, I said, screw it, I reinforced it. I, I got a bigger helicopter. I, I made it better. It's got nicer got seats in it. a bigger helicopter. I put, I put two 12-inch subs in the back. It's great. It's got spinners now on it. Now you're, blast, yeah. now you're just blasting Gucci Mane when you're <laughs> flying over the flying over the populace. <laughs> uh, that's Be Easy by T.I. Uh, all day long. Oh. Anyways, uh, so today we're talking Metalcraft flying. Let's do it. Uh, Jor Kadeen the Prevailer. So three colorless, oh a red, a white, legendary creature, human warrior. It's rare. First strike, Metalcraft. Creatures you control get plus three, plus zero, as long as you control three or more artifacts. It's a 5-4. Uh... 
I'm going to make a bunch of this. Yep. This was the original commander for the Godfather's Welcome Home deck, Boros deck that I built. Oh, right. So you're telling me there's a chance. There's one sitting in this house right now. Uh, it's not a chance. It's a trash commander, uh, but it is in the 99. <laughs> yeah, agreed, agreed, on, agreed, uh, on, agreed so. on that. You better have something. This is just a worse Akiri the Line Slinger, so continue along. Let's see what you got. Oh, oh, you are wrong, sir. All right, so the theme of this deck is to have the commander out and then create a bunch of bullshit small flying artifacts. Uh -huh. Let's do this thing. Other, other people uh, might call them thopters, but that's okay. Yeah, yeah, you can you can thop thop <laughs> if you want, but those are generally blue. So uh, we will talk about one or two of those. There's colorless thopters. I oh no, I know, but yeah, blue like generally thopter, supports them. the best the best card in the deck. <laughs> uh is the best card of your going deck. in this deck. Don't you worry about that. Uh, first one I wanted to talk about is a way to keep all of your artifacts from getting blown up when people realize what you're doing if they're scared or if they aren't scared. Maybe you know, maybe when you swing at them with ten. 12, 15, 20, 4, 4 flyers. They might get a little worried. Anyways, it's Leonin Abunus. So three colorless and a white creature. Cat, cleric, it's a rare. Artifacts you control have hexproof. Oh, yeah. It's a 2-5. Pretty straightforward. Yep. You know, we want to protect the artifacts that we have. It's also a, a nice butt to boot. Hmm. So a 2-5 that can block a lot of things. Costs four. There's a lot of value in this card. It's not very expensive. Uh, quite frankly, if you're running any artifact heavy deck and you have access to white, it's pretty solid. In Interesting. Uh, I also have one of these in foil if you're interested in it. So just let me know. Why don't you run that in your... Um uh, Brea deck. I know that you're now on the companion train, but pre-companion. That, that is exactly why, because I didn't own this card before the companion train. There we go. Okay, so next two cards I'm going to talk about are going to be slightly, actually, next three are going to be slightly meat and potatoes, because I can't find the card that I really wanted to talk about, but uh, maybe I'll Boo! throw that up in the Discord for everybody here in a little bit. Uh, it, it was a... If you can uh, ever find it. It wasn't under the radar heater, I promise. Uh, I don't think anybody's ever heard of it. Anyways, we're talking Mirror Works. So it's five colorless artifact. It's a rare. Whenever another non-token artifact enters the battlefield under your control, you may pay two colorless. If you do, create a token that's a copy of that artifact. So this this is going to help us just duplicate, triplicate, whatever you need to do with all of your artifact flyers. The The real shtick here is we're going to have enough artifacts to make sure that Jorkadeen is giving plus three plus zero to all of them. And then you're going to fly through and you're going to do a whole lot of damage. Um, this card's going to help you do that. I know at five it's a little bit expensive, but... Honestly, when you're when you're casting artifact <laughs> spells and colorless, ramping up to colorless mana is not all that hard to do. Uh, enter your soul rings, your whatever the hell you want to insert here, your manaliths, that type of stuff. Sweet, you literally couldn't think of that card in like 20 minutes. <laughs> no, that's not the card I wanted. Oh, okay. Well, that card rules. So, and I have a spare one if you need it. Pass turn. <laughs> all right. Well, that's simple. Um, I'm kind of disappointed in myself. I forgot about that card. I, I honestly, I'll, I'll post it in the Discord whenever I find it. So I'm going I'm to plow through the next two of these. They're both, uh, one of them I want to talk about as a PSA because it just dropped a whole bunch in price and it's really good and it's in less than 1% of decks. It's Ink Moth Nexus. You've heard of it. Oh. You know what it is. You know how it yeah. works. In this deck, it works beautifully. It's a land. Comes in, tap, add one colorless, and then it has one colorless. Ink Moth Nexus becomes a 1-1 one, one blink or Blink Moth, artifact creature with flying and infect until end of turn is still land. It just dropped to eight yeah. bucks. It's in less than 1% of decks. It used to be 20, 30 bucks, something like that. 
pick them up. This is good. If wow. you're running an infect deck, have it. This card's awesome. Yeah. Uh, especially in here. So generally, you're going to be swinging through with four infect damage on this land every single turn. Not to mention, if you need the mana, there you go. You got it. Uh, also, really dope kind of uh, like Day of the Dead well, kind of the, artwork. Well, that's the secret layer art. Yeah, it's really really cool looking. Yeah, um, and even the like secret the layers. I think the secret edition. layers are one of the cheaper ones in the the actual printings of this that you can buy. I think like near mint, they're like eleven or twelve bucks. Um, this card's really really great in here. Uh, it, it plays a hundred percent into the next card that we're talking about. We're talking about Thopter Assembly. So one second on Bleakwad Nexus. Just just this is breaking news. Uh huh. It is in gold border. Continue. Wow. I'm uh, I'm so happy for Go to you. Hell. You can you can probably pay more for the gold border than you can for the actual card. Uh, can't confirm. Good luck. Good luck. Uh, so we're talking about Thopter Assembly, six colorless artifact creature yeah. Thopter, gold flying at the beginning of your upkeep. If you control no Thopter other than Thopter Assembly, return Thopter Assembly to its owner's hand and create five. I repeat, five one one colorless Thopter artifact creature tokens with flying. It's a five five. If you really care about that, but I don't. Uh, I care that I'm going to have five, four, four flyer or four, one flyers essentially that are just going to go through and do a whole lot of damage. Um, so you can kind of see the theme here. Mm-hmm. You're going to have artifacts. You're going to use your artifacts to ramp as you normally would with your mana rocks. You're going to use things like mirror works. You can use Thopter assembly ink mod nexus, turn these things into little baby flyers that generally nobody gives a crap about, <laughs> but every time they attack now they're four ones or they're five twos or whatever the case may be. They're going to be beefed up a whole bunch. All you really need on the board is maybe five to eight one one flyers, and you can wipe somebody out pretty damn quick. Love it. Yeah, makes sense. Not, I will say this: the Jorkadim and the looking for the Ink Moth <laughs> maybe might knock this one down a pick or two, but I like where you're going with it. No, it, it, it's definitely got legs. Um, <laughs> Like a like, for, like, well, a, like a good like a good wine. It's got legs. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's put it this way: for a, a twelve dollar wine in Boros, it's got pretty good legs. Yeah, all right. I'll take it. Uh, anyways, I'll, I'm going to kick it back to the Action Four News Desk with Mr. Combo and Big Tuck. Thank you for staying with us. And as always, remember the great giveaways from CMD Tower and Level One Game Shop by retweeting, subscribing, following, liking, sharing, and placing orders through LevelOneGameShop.com and CMDTower.com. Also, another way to support your new team is head over to our Patreon, patreon.com slash cmdtower. With award tiers for all the budgets, there is a way that you, the collective, can help. If you'd like to pick up some of our swag, head over to cmdtower.com slash merch. We have playmats, we have sleeves, we even have coins and tokens. Please go buy them out. <laughs> you can stay in touch with your MTG Action 4 News team by following us on Twitter, Facebook, and our website, CMD Tower. You can communicate directly with your news team at CMD Tower, at Mr. Common Number 5, all spelled out except for the 5, at Deer Squee, at Big Duck Tweeting. From your MTG Action 4 News team, good morning, good artifact, good evening, and good night. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.